0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Dating Badly. This week we have return guests Annie Louie and Ben Lomas. um, And it's Ben's favourite movie. We're looking at Three Men and a Baby. And yes, we do watch the video with the so called ghosts. So just go online. Go on, get online. That's not my, that's uh, that's Mary, that's not mine. (laughs) But go online and um, just search. Uh, I'll put it up in the page or whatever, search three men and a baby ghost and you can see what we were looking at. Uh, There's a, I think there's been a lot of debunking with it where I think Tom Selleck, uh, the the gun nut himself, has said it was just a poster in the background, blah, 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 but it's really fun to watch it because it does look like a little kid peeking through a crack in the background. Anyway, um, we talk a lot about that and about, um, uh, Ben talks a lot about being a dad um, in this time when, um, you know, he is in an occupation where the occupation has uh, disappeared during uh, the, uh, the C19 and also the beginning of new lockdowns, which is very, very fucking fun. Anyway, um, I really hope you enjoy the episode and um, you take caring of yourself. If you live in any postcode, which is on lockdown, stay the fuck at home. I'm even just staying at home because A, no friends, B, no job. C, just to kind of do my part. Just stay the fuck at home. Um, If you are are part of a group that maybe English is a second language, please look out for your friends who may not um, be able to see, uh, or understand the news as much as some of us else. So please reach out to anyone that might have a language barrier or maybe older folk who aren't on the internet as much or TV as much and don't understand or don't know what's happening a bit more. Watch out for people in your community and... um, If you're someone who is refusing a test in one of those areas, you're a fucking piece of shit. I don't give a fuck. What are you going to do? Are you going to fire me? Don't have a job. Suck my dick. Um, But just get tested because it's you fucking asymptomatic people that have been, you know, I get it. I get the whole, but I, but I, but I, fuck off. Just fucking do it if you want life to go back to normal and stop blaming Dan Andrews because he's not the one who left his house it's all you other fuckers um but not my people not the people listening to this show you're the best uh (laughs) little boy um fire me from what anyway cancel me from what anyway (laughs) have a great week take care stay indoors enjoy the episode bye welcome to dating badly the podcast about dating badly double age badly with your host me Hey Ben, you you've got this hat on which I love. It's very cool. I love. You look like the toughest motherfucker I've ever seen. Like oh, you've got yeah, like half got a beard,
1: beard and uh, yeah,
0: you've got half a beard and that hat, and you look like you're like I don't know if it's like London, London in the sixties where you're like I'm, oh fucking have you?
1: I am looking very geezerish and
0: uh,
1: <laughs> and also like. <laughs> And also, like I, I was at a at the playground because all I do is I'm a full time parent now. And I, yeah. I, there was oh, a Dutch fuck. mothers group. I was like, oh wow, I can speak Dutch, but I forget what I look like sometimes. <laughs> so I just like came into the conversation. <laughs> they were like, who the fucks this? Who is this scary huge man? Who is?
0: And what does Dutch sound like again, just so people know how to visualize it?
1: Hallo, goedemorgen. We zitten nu in a pandemic, COVID nineteen. alles up.
0: Oh my god. It's so scary. It is, very scary. <laughs> it is. So um your uh thanks, uh thanks for having uh patience with our tech stuff, guys. I appreciate it very much. <laughs> oh yeah, I just I'll I'll edit <laughs> right. the intro. We'll be good. All right, cool. Um because I just slowly introduced everybody. Uh, but Carlton legend, Ben Lomas. Um, what are you doing for uh work? Nothing. So that's like, so did you just get JobKeeper and just no, like... No, I'm not
1: eligible. Because so your
0: wife earns too much money.
1: Uh, it, <laughs> it's, it's a bit of that. Uh, but also, yeah, just because of the way you funnel your income, everyone has a different way of funneling their mm. income. So I was uh, ineligible. But again, I'm one of the lucky ones. Uh, my partner has a job uh, and uh, we, you know, you know, it's anything. you got to tighten your belts Look, and, and try and make ends meet. And uh, there are a lot when of people I say, worse off.
0: When I say when I say your wife earns too much money, it's not like she's earning four hundred grand a year. No, <laughs> like she's probably earning, you know, eighty grand a year for yeah. yeah she's a, a teacher, person ha-
1: but she's l- yeah.
0: She's a teacher. Yeah, she's a lucky <laughs> yeah. That's fucked. She's
1: a lucky one that she has a, a permanent job, unlike yeah. uh, many people. Uh, sadly, in our industry, which uh, I, after yeah. the past couple of days is going to make us all realise it's going to take somewhat of a time for things to go back to normality.
0: I've, I've got two uh, teachers in my life who are the sole income earners at the moment because the, the husbands have both, who had very good well-paying jobs, blah, 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 but because their industry, which wasn't an arts industry, more it was a building industry. Oh, that'll come back. Uh, come, that'll, that'll come, come back, back but, it, but but for the meantime, it's fallen over and they're, you know there's, a, there's a multiple mouths to feed but one income. It's so fucked that you're not eligible. I hate that.
1: Well, to be honest, uh, you know, even if I was, I'd be in two minds. Uh, I know this sounds weird, but uh, it's I, I, I pay my taxes. I would love uh, some of that money. But also you deserve it. It, it, it gives you a drive to look for other forms of income. Um, but also,
0: but it, but I've, you deserve a bit of money from the government. Yeah, you know, I think you know. everyone does.
1: I think everyone does. <laughs> I think there are some people who deserve uh, who deserve who really really need it. Because my always yeah. opinion is, and for someone who's worked very much in the in the outer suburbs for many years, is there are a lot of mm-hmm. people on uh, single uh, incomes uh, uh, yeah. They've bought a house uh, with a five yeah. percent deposit and they've got two yeah. kids and let's just say. Uh, some uh, maybe don't have the education that other uh, uh, privileged people might have. That one income is lost, and there is no mm. way of getting it back. That mm. is that, and that, and we, we don't hear about it much in the news. But mm. when when September comes,
0: mm.
1: mate! It's uh, all hell uh, yeah.
0: I was talking to Geraldine Hickey about it, and she because someone was saying I can't even remember how we came up with it, but someone was like, oh you know, so-and-so really wanted to open up a restaurant or a cafe or something. And she's like, "Um, wait three months because there's going to be multiple empty uh, restaurants and empty cafes and empty... Well, whoever that person is,
1: is an idiot because no one in their right mind would try and open up a cafe or restaurant right now.
0: But you could start because you would probably get really good rent and it would be cheap, and then when you do open up, you're going to be just swarmed with people.
1: Yeah, I, I, that all, 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 all <laughs> signs point to uh, a, an ill-informed decision. Fuck. I mean, I maybe maybe I'm missing... Look, the whole point now is no one knows what's happening. So it's a great opportunity mm. if you are in the position that you are in is to take mm. stock of what you have, but also yeah. there's an opportunity wow. to take a risk or two. and And, you know, I don't mean risk for your health, but... You know, a lot of people I know, a lot of friends, a lot of my friends have all kept their jobs. A lot of them, uh, mm. they've done really, really well. And but even then, some mm. of them have like, you know, I've lost everything, so I'm, you know, I'm going back to study, or, uh, yeah, or I'm going to try yeah. a different thing. Or in my case, uh, you know, yeah. I've, I've become the primary carer, and that's, uh, and that's been. It.
0: I think that's awesome. I think that this is a the one time in your life where you really do. Sorry, Annie-Louis Louis. Uh, is our yeah. other guest you can totally talk uh, you hey. don't, don't wait for me to introduce you because um, awesome. I I'll, I'll introduce you at any any time any any place <laughs> or time I'll introduce you but also I feel Do you know like what? hang on can I just
1: add this is really funny yeah. I just yes. uh, cuz I saw Annie's show on Saturday right and it's oh, yeah, it, right? it's an amazing show but it's really funny yeah. Throughout that whole me talking and us talking I for the first time ever on a podcast I felt <laughs> I felt Annie listening
0: it oh. it's
2: it's, felt me. Yeah, listening. it's really
1: weird. I was like, I just felt like you're part of the conversation just because I feel like your show. Yeah. I feel like I've known so much about you in the last okay. 48 hours because of your show that I feel like I know you really well. But we, we don't know each other that yeah. well yet, but it's really weird. I just noticed that. I was like, oh, yeah. Annie, I, in my head, I was like, well, Annie already knows this all. When you don't,
2: Oh, I love that connection. Yeah, sometimes I forget that I put so much info out, and then people will say things back to me because they've been listening. And I'm like, "Where did you get that from?" I'm like, "Oh, wait, I volunteer that on a stage." Stop
0: being a um, stop being emotionally slutty.
2: Yeah. Giving
0: everyone all of your secrets. Um, but just when you're what you were saying, Ben, um, that was a my brother, who's not working at the moment, who's never not worked since he was 15. Mm. He is, uh, you know, Mr. Mom at the moment. Yeah. And I'm like, man, you'll never get this time again to be home. Like, pick your kids up from school. He cooks, he does, because she's a teacher. So she's, you know, she's so really... And, and she was getting it, like, when the kids were working from home. You know what I mean? Like, she was just like... Uh, like I, she's got VCA kids, people, like, messaging her going, I don't understand and all this stuff. She's got her own two kids. But my brother, I was like, man, amazing. You're a dad who's at home and he's like – and I noticed um one of his boys really – I don't know whether he just kind of went from being six years old to seven year old and they kind of matured a bit in his brain. But last time I saw him, he was such a good kid. Like having his dad around and just feeling like not at school, like he wasn't playing up or anything. He was like – because his dad has one-on-one – yeah. contact with him and and he's just like, oh, I never had that with my dad because my dad works six days a week. Yeah. You know, my dad missed out on our our growing up, which he didn't miss out on much, just a lot of fart jokes and um, us watching Police Academy films.
1: Uh- <laughs> which is great. There's nothing wrong with Police Academy. Yeah.
2: How old are you? So that's probably mm-hmm. what they're going to remember, like yeah. these times they spent with their parents around. Yeah. Like that's, that's great to be able to give them memories. Yeah. yeah no. I never...
0: My both my parents worked so i can't even tell you like like i remember when i was 15 i was at um i was taking drama classes at saint martin's theater in south yarra and i <laughs> was living in Yeah. so i would take the bus to the worrabee uh station. train station mm-hmm. and then the train to the city and then a tram to south yarra and i was 15. Yeah, like that's crazy. Yeah, that I was doing that. But, yeah, to go to drama class.
2: <laughs> that was the same. Like I would. Uh, my dad never no. picked me up from anywhere. They like, They were so... both
0: working, and also my mom on a Saturday. My mom, my brother was in one of my. My other brother was a big basketballer, and he was really good at it. So my mom, her Saturdays were consumed with my brother's basketball because it was such a bit. You know. Like they go on tournaments oh, and.
1: My my dad went through that. My dad drove me out to Little yep. Mildura. Yeah.
0: Like. Oh, <laughs> Eltham.
1: Everywhere. For, and to watch yeah. me play three minutes of basketball. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Same, nice. like Rep Squad. I believe they called it Rep <laughs> but, Squad back that, in the day. That,
1: that, that is what it was. But I was lucky because my parents worked, they had a small business, but we lived above the business. <gasps> right. So even though my the parents physiotherapy. worked. Physiotherapy. Yeah. Even my, my <laughs> parents both worked really hard. We did mm. see them because, you know, we'd, my mm. sister and I would be eating breakfast and then a patient would walk through to use the bathroom. And then while we're eating breakfast, we could hear them shit and then we'd laugh and then they'd have to go back to
0: the bathroom. <laughs> That's so weird. So, Everything about that. Because yeah. you've talked about that before, about the physio place. Yeah. It sounds like, you know, in Growing Pains, how Mike Seaver, had his um, psychiatrist office in the house. So that's why he was like an at, at-home dad.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Because I've never he's... seen that movie. This, 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 no. this, There's so many. This is what I've discovered in lockdown is there are mm. – I already knew how little movies I hadn't mm. seen. But I also, mm. because of being a full-time comedian and working six mm. nights a week, I also yeah. had never, ever binged on Netflix.
0: Never. Like – Yes, and I
1: I put it on my TV for the first time, Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. it was really weird in the last couple of months to sit down with my partner and watch stuff because I'd never done that.
0: Dude, I I have to say because a lot of people when they ask me how how's ISO going, the one of the biggest things I had in um, especially when Comedy Festival got cancelled, my biggest thing from March was I had a lot of grief. And a lot of I was mourning because for the last 10 years, every night, maybe, you know, like I'll have a night off once a week, maybe like, but I'm always every night is based around comedy. Like I am going out, I'm watching it or I'm doing it or I'm doing a podcast or I'm like, it's always going. And I've never been that person who sits down at 830 and goes, what are we going to watch? And having to do that at the beginning of the ISO was so hard because I felt like I had given up on everything mm. like like comedy has been everything for ten years and then I'm like well what are you doing now you're just being a fucking piece of shit you are not even caring about your career when I'm always thinking about it but I had to like surrender it and go well I can't do anything there's nothing I can do I have to stay home there is no comedy and then um, and then I watched like me and Celia started watching TV shows together where you know like we're like okay tonight we'll watch two more episodes <laughs> <laughs> I'm like this must be what married people do They watch The Block and that kind of stuff It's never been my thing And to, and whenever I've been home watching TV There has always been an immense amount of guilt associated to it Because I shouldn't be home watching TV I should be out doing stand-up Yeah well I, yeah. I mean
1: Because Annie correct me if I'm wrong But mm. how long have you lived in Melbourne Or have you always lived in Melbourne?
0: I've
2: always been okay London.
1: because for some reason I thought uh you were Sydney based and I've been thinking a lot about people mm. who who yeah. have been uh who've come here like so you we know, we have a lot of uh you know mutual colleagues of ours that people who've moved into state and then set up base in Melbourne like you'd have your mm. network of friends but at the same time yeah. you'd be like oh I can't go back home or I can't do this like and again you know there's pros and there's pros and cons of being I think mm. single and and having a family there's like You know, there's, there's, Mm. there's so many pros and cons that, you know, for every, and the grass always looks green on the other side. Like I look at people who, who aren't in a relationship, uh, who don't Mm. have children, who are Mm. currently looking the fittest they've ever seen. And uh, Uh, mm, mm. Mm -hmm. that's what they've, (laughs) they've that is a priority. But I, I, um, Mm. I do, I have noticed like, even then, like any, like the amount of effort you put in your show recently, I was like, wow like mm. like talk about finding something in iso to then focus on and then do it all and then get that product like you know you you you've, you have like a like a start and finish of iso you've created something in iso for for a lot of us that hasn't mm. been the case
2: yeah yeah, yeah. It's been nice, also going home and being like, I'm gonna eat dinner at six o'clock every mm. night. Like that's not been a thing, you know. Never. And then like Never. actually tucking yourself into bed. But also Annie, not right rushed. Time.
0: Like normally I'm yeah. like eating dinner standing up in the kitchen, like quick cook,
2: quick, uh, while and looking then, over notes for a set. Oh, and then trying I'm,
0: to memorize. Do you know how many times I have like a Weight Watchers meal in the car that I've microwaved, and then I take it in yeah. the car with me, and I'm eating with a fork in between the lights, yep. like just because wow. i don't have because i <laughs> still have a temp job and I, I did that the other day yeah just yeah i have a temp <laughs> job so open. i finish at five and then i take the dog to the dog park and but i get up at like seven to work out um but i also notice, like what you are saying ben is that i definitely like i am someone who is single doesn't have kids and i look at my friends that all have kids and their struggle of like trying to work and have kids and i I understand that's hard for them and I can see, man, that must be so difficult. But I also – and I bet you that they look at me going, Kelly's got nothing to worry about. She's fine. I can imagine people are dismissing people like me very easily. But I don't think people understand the the loneliness that comes with – like there is – especially someone who was out every night, very sociable and constantly like, you know, like – I don't think people understood. Like, people just were like, you're just having fun. And I'm like, you should probably call me. You should call me and see how I'm doing because I've had weeks where I've not spoken to a person. Yeah.
1: That, and that's, you know, that's, that is, yeah. I, and again, real sad. Yeah. I, I'm not, <laughs> I not denying that at all because cause I also have to be very careful what I say at times because, mm. uh, you know, my relationship has never been stronger.
0: Oh, I love it.
1: We, we, oh. we, 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 we're communicating Next. on a level that, you know, I, I found my partner... that's good. I found my yeah. partner... Like, going home once. And the kids were happy. They were playing. I think we were uh, – I've become a big fan of Chainsmokers. So we were dancing to Chainsmokers in the kitchen. And I'd made a, a – what did I make? Is that a band? Uh, yeah, it's a band. It's a band. <laughs> it's, a band. Yeah, it's a band. And then I'd made –
0: Sorry, I stopped listening to music after OK Computer. <laughs> the, the, I was done. That the, album stopped it all.
1: But i listened I listen to that as the kids are dancing. Uh, bolognese was simmering and I was trying this new pasta while grading Parmesan. And my partner oh. walked in <laughs> – and then she just started welling up and I was like are you okay and she goes I'm happy I'm I don't think I've been this happy because this is all oh. I've wanted it's just you're always you always leave at five you, you know, either mm. you do warm up or you're working on some TV show then you've got a gig mm. that night and you're home at 10: 30 mm. 11 these days which again is better yeah. than me back in my old drinking days which would be 2 a.m. Yeah. in the morning but oh, but then it. it's just at that moment she's like I also understand oh. that this will have to end but this is what yeah. I've been wanting for so oh. long.
0: Oh, that's so yeah. sweet. That wells my eyes too, Benny. That's so beautiful. So, so, I love it.
1: But at the same time, it's like it's it's hard because everything you've worked for currently is mm. is a placed yeah. on hold. And you know, yeah. like I'm about to turn, you know, the big four zero very soon. And oh, so daunting. And that is, I mean, oh, look, I had a midlife crisis at thirty, so I'm actually looking forward to turning. <laughs>
2: Uh, 40. <laughs> okay. You're only live till yeah. sixty. Yeah, <laughs> All
1: right. yeah well I, you're good. But that that's how
2: yeah, I'm actually looking
1: forward to it, but it's that it's the same thing that, you know, my life is purely based around the, the children. But that that's that, mm. that from start to finish. Like mm. you know, it's hilarious catching up with people occasionally at you know at by nine. Th- you know, if you catch up with someone at nine thirty, by then mm. I've made everyone breakfast. I've made everyone lunch. I've already said mm. prep for dinner the night before. I've already done the dishes. Wow. I've already cleaned up, and I've already mm. spoken to my mum. So, oh wow! Like hey. already hey, like that kind of behavior. Like even though I thought I did it, I didn't really know what primary care was mm. until I
0: um, are you enjoying it?
1: Uh, again, some bits absolutely love it. Other bits, yeah. absolutely daunting and hate yeah. it. It's like anything. Anyone who's going through this, it's the biggest roller coaster. Mm, that's it why. Is. That's why it made me laugh when you were like, "Oh, what's your favorite rom com?" Like, oh, right? Yeah. And this, and this, <laughs> this is hilarious. And my favorite rom com is like the first one that just popped in my head was Three Men and a Baby. Mm. Now I watched it last night.
0: You did. It's not a rom-com. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but this is why, this is why everything is dating badly because every like even a few weeks ago, Ben Russell was like, "Oh man, um, oh fuck, what was the movie called?" With um, uh, oh fuck, I'm so stupid. Um, the movie with uh, 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 not gross Point Blank. Um, Point Break. Oh, f- no, not gross. I don't know. Um, Weekend at Bernie's 2. No, oh, fuck, I can't believe I... Police Academy is,
1: 4. Mahoney's back, mate. people, he's back.
0: Dude. No, fuck, oh, High Fidelity, sorry. Ah, I'm, so, yes. I'm blanked. So he's like, oh, I loved High Fidelity. Uh, and I'm like, great, I'd never seen it before. I watched it. I don't think I've hated a film more. And Ben rewatched it because he loved it as a 19-year-old. Yeah. And then now as a... 30 plus year old He was like I can't believe Because this film is problematic This guy's a fucking piece of shit He's like I can't believe I like this film And that's what everyone's finding out
1: Yeah, uh, but, this is, yeah. But, but this is the thing So I go oh, That's my favourite rom-com So then last <laughs> night With my partner She's like I'm pretty sure It's not a rom-com I was like "Oh, <laughs> no, But it is <laughs> I, I, think, I think it is And then yeah. We watch it right We start watching it Now for people who that's don't gorgeous. know uh, it has – it's a classic. It is a classic. Uh, it was classic. made in 1987 and it has uh, yep. uh, Tom Selleck, which, um, who, who was very popular in that day, Steve Gutenberg, which was my from Police Academy, mm. and Ted Danson, who, of course, everyone knows from Cheers.
0: Dude, and Cheers was – this was heyday. Yeah. For all of them, heyday. Like Magnum PI, Police Academy Films and Cheers.
1: And and what was really interesting is when we started what. <laughs> When we started watching it, right, I was just like – and I was like – because I was like – because I was trying to think. Like I was like, okay, so what's a movie that I just felt the love in that movie and I just found it romantic and beautiful and it, and it had that beautiful <laughs> – I kept thinking like in my rom-com someone's running to the Sorry. airport and, and the relationship yeah. stays together. And that was the first – like yeah. as soon as you asked me, I was like L- just let, let's, let's see what comes up first. And that one came up mm, first. Mm, but then mm. it's also reflective of where you are currently in your life. And all it is, is really the movie itself is it's three guys based in New York. One's an architect, one's a cartoonist, and the other one's an actor, right? Living in, Mm. might I just add, one of the most beautiful apartments in New York. And also they're bachelors at the age of 40. And again, it's like it's a normal (laughs) thing. Like I'm just like living the good life. And then. They have
0: a pool table in their
1: house. Yeah, jukebox, like, oh, like. The layout, the jukebox, (laughs) like the the jukebox, and they have this big party. Each room kind of reflects like where they are. And but this is what I love: I'm watching it with my partner, and then she goes all quiet. Now, for for people who don't know, I've been with my partner on and off for nearly 25 years, so we do we spend more time together, uh, half of our life than we have together. And she just goes, "Oh my god, that Tom Selleck is so damn sexy."
0: Nah. Like, she <laughs> yeah. just went
1: off. She's like, "Look at yeah. this hunk yeah. of a man!"
0: Yeah, and then I've got it on in the background. Let me put my glasses back. Yeah, on. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's just—is
2: it the the dimples? Because yeah. like they are so prominent. Yeah. yeah,
1: and so but the movie itself, I kind of is is where I am in my life. Is it's about three guys who fall in love with a baby. It's not. Mm. It's a really interesting mm. dynamic that. At the moment now, I'm more in love with my kids than I ever have been before because I'm connecting with them. And so I just thought back to, oh, the reason why I liked it is when I was eight, I watched it, but Mm. I also watched it because I loved how much Tom Selleck loved the baby. Tom Selleck reminded me of my dad. And then I was like, oh, my God, this is why it's at the forefront of my head because that's where I am at the moment, like...
0: But also you have a massive boner for Ted Danson. Admit it. No, Tom Selleck all he's the way. Pretty... Tom really? Selleck
1: all the way. And I do have a soft spot because my first comedy that I watched over and over again for uh, Police Academy, and so I've got Steve Gutenberg is also up there because he's he's playing a cartoonist, but really he's just Mahoney from Police Academy.
0: Oh, he will <laughs> never be anyone else but Mahoney yeah. from Police Academy. I really want to rewatch some Police Academies and see how badly they've dated because I'm going to probably guess. That there's gonna be some pretty canceling culture stuff oh, happening, and this is yeah.
1: what's so bizarre. Titties, like three men and a baby holds up. I cannot believe it. I was waiting in line. <laughs> I was waiting to start yeah. just teeing off on it because because that's the thing. Like yeah. you get really nervous because you go, oh, "What are your favorite movies as a kid?" And then you got to hold back and go, "Shit, I I need to rewatch this, whether I can still like it or not." Mm. And then and then you're just like, "Oh, okay." Um, and then three men. I'm, I'm thinking about it. I was watching it and I was like, maybe except for the start, which is just uh, three men just having sex with a lot of women. But I was like, I mean, mm. this is just Tinder in real life. So I'm just like, okay. <laughs> like. It-
0: I mean, it did date. There are stuff about it that has dated, like some of the language, uh, but also the idea in it that um, men can't be anything out like – the song at the beginning is, um, is it Gloria Estefan, yeah. where she's like, Boys, bad, bad boys, boys yeah. will be boys, and I'm like, Oh, <sighs> yeah,
1: but again, Gross. in the scheme of things, <laughs> it's like I, I couldn't pick that much apart from it,
0: yeah,
2: yeah, because right. I haven't seen the movie but read the Wikipedia, and I'm like, I don't know if there's anything to rip into, like, they could remake this today and not change exactly. a lot of it. Um, and it was already based on a French film. They've already done mm. uh, like called like three, three Men and a Cradle or something. So I think yeah. maybe when it's based on something classy, <laughs> friend, I, maybe they can, <laughs> you yeah, know, it dates better.
0: I would definitely love to see it redone with three women, three working women mm. who are like holding a baby like it's dynamite going, ew, what do yeah, I even do? Yeah, yeah. You know, the poster where Tom Selleck's holding the baby and he's like, he's wet from the baby wing. Um, that was real wee. Yeah, I watched the interview. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah, on um, on Final Final Final. Final. yeah, because no, well, the reason why I watched that is because I wanted to talk about the ghost. The ghost. <laughs>
2: I didn't quite understand that that there, there's claims that there's
1: a ghost. In
0: I don't know about the- this. Ah, yes. oh, okay. I'm going to share my screen, and I will on um on our website. I'm going to uh, I'll put this link on there as well, so people can see it. So, uh all right, so you guys can see my screen?
1: Yeah. Yeah? Uh, okay.
0: So this is a scene. I'm just gonna take the sound out. Oh, uh, so this his is mom, his mum his mum, grandma, yeah.
1: who again yeah. teaches him a valuable lesson.
0: Okay. Now now she the grandma comes in and the baby's in the bassinet yeah. and she's like la 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 la. Um, so apparently it's Ted Danson's baby because he had an affair with oh. a, one of the actresses. Well, not real baby, yeah. but a, a, an affair with an actress that he worked so with. So the baby's adorable.
1: The like the yeah, baby is crazily adorable. And I'm just wondering if it's a twin. Gorgeous. Is it a twin? Is it a...
0: Yeah, it is Where a is twin. The, yeah. Where's the baby now? Okay. Does anyone know? Oh, well, we can look that up. Um, now, one. in yeah. the background, you see the little kid in the background? Oh! Right, let me rewind oh. it. Briefly. Okay, oh. let me rewind it. Again. Play it again. Play it again in the background as a kid.
1: Yeah. Oh, that background. sends oh, chills up my spine.
0: And I'm going to do, watch it again. Here we go. <laughs> One more. Oh. Hang on. And they're walking and there's a little kid. There he is. Look at that. He's <sighs> just watching. <laughs> ah. And then if you kind of like, conf- like, so I'll just push it back a little bit. If you kind of rewind it back to this part here, they reckon that you can see that he's they've run to... Blah blah blah. And the story is, you wanna watch it again? Just because yeah. it's oh, like It really creepy. creeps me out though. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Um, um so so the story is that a kid was murdered. There he is, look.
1: Um, oh. there was a
0: kid. That's whack, man. That's
1: so <laughs> whack. That is really whack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the story is that a kid was murdered in that apartment and um, you know, Blah, blah, blah. And if you follow it around, it's like you can almost see it move. Um, But then I was looking at uh, an interview with Tom Selleck and he was like, no, that was a soundstage, right? But there was no kids there. So who was it? And then there's a thing where it's like, oh, it's a cutout of Ted Danson. But But it doesn't look like Ted Danson. Yeah, it doesn't look like Ted Danson. It looks like a little kid peeking in, yeah. being like, I don't want anyone to see me. So it could have been someone's what's, kid on set. What's a cutout of Ted Danson doing? Oh, because there, anyway. Yeah, well, cause the, the story there's is a, is that he's an um, egotistical actor. So he just has cut oh. And there's a great
1: scene at the end where he's looking out the window and he's standing next mm. to a cutout of himself while he's staring out yeah, the window, right. pondering oh, life. Oh, it's gosh, it's okay. very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah,
0: right. Yeah, but that was like one of the biggest urban legends for, for so long. Well, especially like, because the got footage of it yeah how cool is that i'm just watching it again <laughs> but no. <laughs> <laughs> no but i won't share but fucking nuts i fucking love that shit but they reckon yeah tom Selleck. the only thing with tom Selleck, i really appreciate that he's really like sexy and stuff but i think he's like really bad now i feel like he's like a oh, no gun no. yeah oh, got oh here we YouTube. go tom Selleck, spokesperson for the nra and an endorser wow. advertisements. Yeah, he's a, he's a massive.
1: Because um, uh, he oh, cut, he does this great movie. Here's someone. If you want to want another mm. one from the early 90s, which as a kid, mm. I became a Tom Selleck fan, Quigley. Mm. So he's a sharpshooter oh. that goes to Australia, maybe? I don't know. But he's, he's, he's a sharpshooter. He's like the first. Quigley Down Under. Quigley Down Under. Mm-hmm. Again, mm-hmm. I'm going to rewatch that one because I'm sure that that will have dated extremely <gasps> poorly.
0: Dude, Alan Rickman's in it. Rest in peace.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it. And as a what? kid, I was like, he's a, he was the first sh- uh, long-distance shooter or something. You know, like, uh, First sniper, that's how they sort of – it would have been that classic elevator pitch where they're like, okay, hear me out, first sniper, oh. Western Australia, but he goes down under. Like, done, Tom's in Ooh. it, let's go.
0: Listen, I mean, I yeah, I think when we talk about things that date badly, uh, I'm just seeing a line here from the movie <laughs> Quigley um that uh, the sharpshooting skills will be used to eradicate increasingly elusive aborigines. oh, oh, oh. can we not please? Jesus.
1: That is- See? And
0: then he shoots a dingo. This is fucked. Yeah. Cancel this movie. It's done. <laughs> it's
1: done. Quigley 2 does not exist. Though.
0: No. Oh, my God. That, that was, was, that, was that the only Quigley?
1: I think it was. Because I, I remember I after Tom Selleck, I, like after that, because the sequel to Three Men and a Baby is Three Men and a Little Lady.
0: Which is awesome. Brilliant. That's a great film. And great
1: film. That, that, I haven't watched that yet, but as sequels it's go, quick. some would say it was yeah. better than the original.
0: Yes, yes. And that's, I would say that that too. That's
1: a proper rom com because he chases her. He tries to go over to England. uh, uh, He Mm. wants to keep the family together. And again, like if you think about it, like the idea of, you know, we have different, you know, we have different families and it's more embraced and more celebrated than it ever has before. And to think Mm. that they were celebrating that, and I I assume that film was made in 1990, maybe. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, like again, like it's that. It's so funny to think that, again, I don't know if that Mm. movie holds up, but that's why I was so surprised and kind of relieved that one of my favourite movies that I Mm. love is still It's Okay.
0: Yeah, because a lot of them are not. Um, Like we did Splash a few months ago. Holy shit, that was so bad, like so problematic. But let's not talk about problematic though. So for those who haven't seen the movie – Basically, a baby gets delivered to their apartment in New York City, right? But Ted Danson's away working in Turkey and he goes, Hey guys, keep an eye out for a package that I'm getting delivered. And then they get this baby and they go, This must be the package. But the package was really a massive load of heroin. Yeah. (laughs) That he sent.
1: Not cocaine, heroin, which I always thought was an interesting choice.
0: Yeah, the, the lighter, yeah. it's just the lighter of drugs, just a little bit of heroin. And um. so they have drug dealers come to the house. In
1: suits, again, something different. <laughs> I never understood the costume, very... the costume call on, he looks like a drug dealer, then the guy with him is wearing a suit. And it's just like, what, you brought your accountant with you? It's really weird.
0: Mate, dude, it's heroin. It's very upmarket, yeah. Okay. The people that are dealing heroin, very good. Um, and then uh, they think that the baby is it, blah, blah, blah. There's a confusion over powdered milk. The heroin goes everywhere. So it ends up being like a caper, like a cop caper. Um, and then the mother comes back for the baby.
1: Yeah, at the end.
0: After she left at a adult stop because she was an actress and didn't want to give up her career. Yes which is so shitty. <laughs> no.
2: I mean in real life would you would you get arrested for that leaving a
0: baby on a Absolutely. Th- Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's New York City in 1987. That was before Giuliani.
1: But, but there's a the thing Before you
0: like cleaned it the up. The
1: smart thing is she that they, they left it in the foyer. This is the thing why so much of this movie
0: is, oh, is,
1: it, that is so dangerous. It, but it is, <laughs> but it's up on their floor level. It sounds like they're the only. This is why I get confused. Is there another apartment on that floor? Because the lift, mm. the lift door opens, and it's just their door. Like I don't know. If, That's so fucked. Like, well, this is the because I I have a friend who uh, will remain nameless, but he's quite wealthy, and he has an apartment in the city where he's not there anymore, where, you know, you'd open one lift door and it'd go to, like, seven apartments. Then you higher, you'd go up and be four apartments. When it got to his place at the penthouse, his door opened it was his hallway. And I just remember just going, Ooh. holy moly. Like, can you imagine you just go to the lift, and the lift opens, it's your house. Like, the whole how, floor.
0: How do other people, if he's hallway, right, how do other people not just click on that? Does it have to be a key? No,
1: it's all, like, you can't press the button unless you have the code. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, So, it's one of those ones. Mm. So, in this one, I was like, when they're painting the foyer, like at the start, at the start of the movie, everyone's painting, right? You know, the movie's classic, like it's bookended so beautifully where they paint at the end, but this time they include the mum and the baby. Like, dude, the
0: montages, the montages, and also
1: the montages (laughs) on the montages go for so long.
0: Some of the longest
1: montages (laughs) in a movie, there's not one or two, there's like, I think four. There's
0: a heap. Cause, because they've got to get the story going, man. There's so much going on. Yeah, There's a baby, there's, there's heroin. <laughs> Fuck, so much to get through. So is there a whole one montage dedicated to just heroin? need. <laughs>
2: uh, or awful. What are we talking about? What's the ratio? I
0: feel like, I mean, look, I don't want to cut holes in the story, but maybe it's no, um, cut Tom holes. Selleck is an architect. Okay, I'll cut holes. Uh, he, he's, he's, a, he's an architect. So maybe he found this one floor and then he redid it where he knocked down all the those maybe four apartments on one floor and maybe he knocked down all of the load-bearing walls (laughs) and created (laughs) one because it's a massive open space. But also if you're an architect where – and he's, like, talking about how he builds – he designs houses for, you know, 50 stories high and this one's a bloody famous architect. Why would you be living with people? You'd live on your own, Derek. That's gross.
1: And this is what I love about it because, like – Who's who's living with two other housemates? Oh yeah, and you've got a career at forty-two. Mm. No.
0: Nah. Well, this is the thing. I know forty-two-year-old men who still have housemates because they're useless and they haven't figured it out. <laughs> uh, but you know, no judgment. But they, you know, but they, they're like, I can't. Like my Tinder is full of forty-two-year-old men who are just like, I'm oh, never going to, uh. i just go from job to, like it's just whatever.
2: Um, How many housemates are we talking? Like three one? So there's
1: three of them in the house.
2: Three.
0: Yeah. Three of them in yeah. the house. Yeah, but I've met guys who are like still living in like a share house, like them and four other people with but one it, yeah, bathroom. It depends where,
1: you're like, where, where you are. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, you, you
0: might. I can tell you where they are, not getting laid. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like someone who doesn't have these life in order, like it's hard to be attracted to it because, and I'm not someone, I have, my standards are, did you show up? Great. (laughs) We can have a date. So I'm not like, but there's guys out there. But in saying that though, I live in a share house, but we live in a nice, like this is, we've put in a lot of care to make it a nice, like I do the garden you know, yeah, like that we we have nice things in the house because it's not a share house to us; it's our home.
1: I'm always and I'm, I I'm always fascinated. Like I we, we live in a very small uh, two-bedroom terrace, and we've got two children. It is very small. It's it is small. And they
0: share a room. Small.
1: Aww. Uh, Oh, yeah. S- smaller than smaller than yeah, in, in some apartments. But because we keep it clean and we keep it nice. But my partner and I always have this fascination that if you go to a, a person who's just bought a house who's single, mm. you can always tell that they mm. they have got more money or more time to invest in things. Is <laughs> is it a person who, who is single living in a nice house has a nice sideboard, and that's that's my dream that What's one a day sideboard a sideboard. You know those little nice cupboards on the side. Like a sideboard, you know, like, it's like, like you, you sometimes, it's like a beautiful cupboard. You know what a sideboard is? <laughs> so it's, wait, it's not a, it's not your oh, good no, table. it's sort of like the one it's that would go down the hallway.
0: Oh. oh I I do you know what I mean? Oh, 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 yes. Yes, I oh, see. Oh, yeah, I that's see. not
2: necessary. That's why we don't oh, know. It's not that
0: essential. Is. Okay, it's definitely so not friend... essential,
1: but it just okay, so looks yes. good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So um, one of my good friends. Actually, I
2: think we have one of those at my share house. Can
0: we use I it think. Look, i got my. I think this yeah, is. Yeah. I think this is what this is. Hang on. Is it? Hang on. I'll just. Uh, we have this in our living room. It's a white. See, it's a white. It's got stuff on it. But see, it's a white. Um, cupboard-y thing. Yeah, not a sideboard. Is it from yeah. IKEA? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh. I would say not. not a sideboard. But okay. No, I would say I will say to you. So I know someone who has a sideboard. It is a friend of mine who is gay and has a very, um, you know, expendable income. He's an um, he's an ambulance driver. Um, thirty-eight. So doing pretty well. He has one, and it's one of those vintage ones that cost him beautiful. He was like, it was beautiful, and it cost him like eight grand. And it slides to one side, and he has all of his alcohol and crystal glasses in one, and he slides it to the other. And then when he goes over to it, you can see that he's like wiping it a bit because it's very, like it takes three people to move it because it's so heavy. That's okay. I understand. Yes. Yeah. That is someone
2: yeah. with money I like that you just you just went through your house going, "Am I rich? <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> am, I, am I rich?
0: What? <laughs> so, <laughs> no, that was from IKEA, that white one, I think. But yeah, oh my god, you're so right. He has money, like he will spend money on things, and I'm like, that's like what, what a four hundred dollar Doona? What are you nuts? And and that like
1: <laughs> and that's the thing. Like we we're currently shopping for bunk beds for the kids, like just to create a bit more space uh, in the house. And then I think we were, it's Perfect. like Captain Snooze or one of those places, and we're just like, look at this model, and then we both walk past, it's like. Like bed, like this nice bed frame, and my partner turns to me and goes, "Oh, check out this adult furniture," and we both started laughing (laughs) because even though we have children and you know we don't spend a lot Mm. of money because you know trying to make ends meet, blah blah blah, but we also we don't value spending that much money on nice furniture yet because it gets ruined anyway by the children. And yeah. so, like, I made my own bed base with my dad and, you know, like mm. I'd, I'd, one day we might have a nice one because I think I, I think we've noticed that's why the movie cracked me up because when I was watching the movie, mm. I was like, wow, I'm 40. My industry's gone down the toilet like there's yeah. no tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And now yeah. I'm just like, oh, I'm renting. Like in my head, if I was to put it all down on paper, I'd be like, mm. oh, Am I absolutely failing at life? But the advantage, no. no, no, no. But the advantage is I don't feel that. Like I don't feel that right. at all. And so because
0: you have filled with other beautiful things in life, because you haven't failed your partner, and you haven't failed your kids, and that's incredible. And also that you have those things. Yeah,
1: and, and that's why I think I'm pretty lucky. But it's like it, like yeah. anything, you just got to flip it. Like that's what mm. I, that's, that's what I loved yep. about. The movie, I was like, oh, that's where I am. At the moment now, I was like, I, you know, I just reminded me of when I was seven. And the thing I loved the most was there was that connection with a kid, which is the connection I have mm. with my dad. There's a lot of family mm. love there. Oh, that's what I've got now.
0: Yeah. That's great. And what do you guys live in Brunswick?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and you have two girls?
1: Uh, I've got a boy and a girl.
0: Okay. I think, like, Ooh. I shared a room with my sister growing up. And although we at times would kill each other, mm-hmm. Because we were in each other's space, especially when we were like teenagers, and she was like, "You're so fucking messy," like which I am. I'm um, not dirty. I'm just messy. But now I feel like we're a lot closer now because we, I don't know, because uh, I feel like it's a good thing. It's so it's okay. But like bunk beds, sharing rooms, I feel like that's 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 good for kids to be close. You know what I mean? To, yeah. Because when they grow up, they're going to be really close siblings. Yeah, it well, figures. As crossed. opposed to being separate people, you know, separate people who don't talk. And oh, was my brother. It's my sister. Because I guess they can share a room until one of them goes through puberty. You know?
1: Yeah, and that's and hope. Yeah, and who knows where we are, what we're living. Like, yeah, I. I
0: actually, uh, a friend of mine. Um, so, Annie, America. do you have any brothers and Sorry?
1: sisters? Yeah. Yeah, I've
0: got a younger sister.
2: Did you share a room? And, yeah, we've. Yeah, no, we didn't share a room, but we lived in a small unit, so it was a three-bedroom. Mm. Um, but yeah, like really tiny, and yeah, I think I, yeah, I feel like we're really close now, like super close, even though now we live in separate.
0: Um, where did you grow
2: up? Places. Uh, yeah, grew up in Brunswick. So oh, you did. Before, yeah, yeah. So and were your
0: parents it, born they, here?
2: No, they weren't born here. Where, where so were- my my dad actually like had bought. A place in carlton like on like right near rmit oh my god. as well and then like sold it we're like you no.
1: idiot but that was before i was
2: born no <laughs> trust me oh my god
1: yeah. Andy, do you know you're a very you're in a group of a very selective few i think you're the only other person i know besides myself is mm. i grew up in north carlton i've moved to brunswick yeah. and most comedians yeah. who come to melbourne are either from the outer suburbs or from different states or from the country. Yep. There aren't too yeah. many who, were, <laughs> no. who lived in the city who then stay in the same neck of the woods.
2: I'm worried. That sounds like I'm so boring. No, no, <laughs> so boring. but you're inner
0: city kids. I'm worried. I think um, Forno, he's Geelong.
1: Yeah, there's so. Um, like,
0: Ballard's Warnable. Celia's Yarra Glen. Yeah, it's, Luke is Tasmania. I'm just going through. What about Tommy Little? I, where, I, where did he grow up? Is he country? No,
1: nah, he was out in the sticks.
0: Oh, right. See, but um, so where was your dad born? Annie, my dad, yeah, Annie, yeah,
2: yeah, he was um born in China, so in and, a small city and, called Taishan. And
0: your mum,
2: uh, born in the same same village, yeah. but yeah, my dad did his schooling in Hong Kong mm. and then he came over So and he lived in country Victoria as well. So, like, wow. the half siblings that I have, they were born in Coleraine, <laughs> um, and then they also moved into the city, yeah, near Hamilton. Yeah. In Victoria. It's so
0: funny that your dad had a house in Carlton and then sold it because. Yeah. And there's photos. The the majority, it was like a two story town terrace house. Yeah, it would have been Suck one of those.
2: Yeah. Which yeah. street? Nice Where? And Where? And Carlton. I think it was on, Um, was it Pigdon even? So, it's oh, crazy.
0: dude. <laughs> yeah, I to cry every time. Dude. It would be $8 million right now. That's without yeah. renovating it ever.
1: Even more than that. Even more. Well, you never know. Really you never know. Fun. Give it another six months. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Nah, no,
0: <laughs> house prices won't go down because there's been people, house, people have been waiting in the wings. Oh, Do you know what I mean? They're Imagine going if house down. prices go down. They're. Yeah, but imagine like if, people like God. you. Do you reckon? Yeah.
1: I don't want I them to.
0: It's, there's, there's, there's still people that are like waiting in the wings that could never afford it before that can't afford it now because they never lost their job. Come jobs. September. Like
1: come September.
0: Why September? Because everything's going. Because
1: mortgage freeze drops. Job seekers oh, yeah. gone.
2: But does it? No. Does it still? You know, pander to the one exactly. percent who are mm. have not. You know, like it's yeah. getting cheaper for everybody, including the people who are rich.
0: But it just means we're going to be priced out even more, well, well, more than I'm ever, really lucky. more than ever,
1: and especially Man. like, like yeah, if you if you're close to buying a house <laughs> and you keep your stable income, yeah. you might have a chance. But if one of you yeah. loses a job and you still have a juicy deposit that's even over twenty percent, you are mm. not. There's not many banks will go. Yes, yeah, sure. Here you go. Yeah. What industry are you in? The arts. <laughs> yeah.
0: The arts, uh, construction, restaurant, uh, hospitality.
1: No. See, that's oh. why mm-hmm. sh- that's why started. I should have stuck with town planning. Could I could have been Tom Selleck. I could have
0: just shave
1: shave oh. off my I disgusting big that. beard yes. and leave the big mo. Um
0: so my when my um moved to Australia, he bought a house in Werribee, which is so annoying because all of the the majority of wogs all bought up and moved to in carlton and even like my dad would tell me like he goes back in the day he was like when i was growing up carlton was full of italians but they were the bad ones they were the mafia beat up italians and the good home homely farming want to work hard italians separated from the bad ones and went to like worrabee and Otona. yeah and they went and like my my nuna worked in a salt factory my other Nunna worked in a washing mm. machine factory and they all both of them se- like moved to worrabee because it was cheaper land and it was a massive italian community and i was like oh
1: and when we say nuna
0: not have moved to carlton
1: <laughs> when we say cheaper yeah. it was insanely cheaper like we're yeah, talking because it was far away. You, you, you could get you could get a block of land in a house at like back then. Mm. Like like we're talking one or two thousand dollars. Like like nothing. Yeah, yeah and then nothing. and then it's so funny because then that big community grew because anyone who mm. who is Greek and Italian who stayed in Carlton who was working class. Mm. If they save them enough money to buy the house, they then buy a, like a little property down at Rosebud, so they could feel like yeah. they're at the Mediterranean again. It's hilarious.
0: Mm. So it's just so <laughs> yeah, the salt factory as well. Yeah, I love the that. salt factory, and also so when he first moved here, the salt factory had all migrants working in it. So it was English migrants, Greek, Italian, Maltese, heaps, heaps of, that. of Maltese, and uh, heaps of Maltese in it. I. When I, when I went to uni on the other side of the, the city In, you know, like Burwood and Turak, There was not one Maltese person there And I was so weird Because I only grew up with Maltese friends Well, I told, like, so then I,
1: I told you Kelly, that for, for five years yeah. Our family yeah. daycare was an old Maltese lady And her husband who, yeah, right. after our, <laughs> who looked after our children Like my, my son's first yeah. word had a Maltese accent It was the most hilarious thing
0: Oh my god, I love like that Like I
1: picked him up I was like, Taya, what did you play with? And he's like, a ball A ball
0: and
1: and the Maltese, like, no, no, Nancy, for a shout-out who wants family daycare, she's 68, still going strong, still doing family daycare, and she bought each one of her kids a house in cash when you could and does not spend a cent. Her education finished at 13. But she knew that if you buy a house, you can just make Mm. everything yourself and you are fine. Mm. And they have lived by that and it blows my mind away.
0: Yeah. My auntie, my dad's sister, bought a Holden Commodore with cash (laughs) and um, to the point where there was a bit of an issue because some of the $100 notes – were really old and had gotten a oh, bit okay. moldy. Were you say fake? No, 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 mm. moldy. Because the old paper, the, the old paper money, would go a bit moldy. So when she went there and was like, "Here you go. Here is thirty thousand dollars in cash," it was genuine money they had earned that they just kept on putting away, saving for when the war came back. Um, but it was not good. Yeah, it was an issue because the money was fucked. This is weird. But I just <laughs> this
1: <laughs> is weird to 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 I guess come clean with. But I sometimes, Mm. if I look at a house Mm. and the Mm. people who are selling the house is an old Maltese couple, right, really old, Yes. I sometimes think if I had the money, I would pay extra because I reckon granddad's forgotten he's buried half a mil in the (laughs) garden.
0: Can I please tell you the story? You're not wrong. I don't know if I've ever told this story before. Uh, Maybe it's come through in a Josh L podcast. I don't know. But my... Oh fuck. Okay, so my dad's dad, my nunung, he went into He had a he had a, a house in Werribee, um, uh, that he that he moved into when he moved to Australia in '58, I think. So all old weatherboard house, massive veggie garden, huge block of land. Like, and that's the thing. Werribee had these huge blocks of land, big garage, blah blah. blah. Anyway, so he didn't move into a home till he was like 94. And it was him, his his wife, like my grandmother died like forty years before like years ago. So he'd been on his own for years, decades. Um and then he went into a home because he just was getting to that point. And then when he moved into the home, he kept on telling my dad, You know, there's money in the house.
1: Right? There's money in the banana stand.
0: <laughs> there's there's money in the banana stand. And my dad was like, yeah, 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 whatever. Dad's always talked about money being in the house. We don't believe him. So when he finally went to the home, uh, my dad and his sisters were cleaning up the house. And these are like rugs that, that Nunu bought in 61 yeah. that are still on the ground that he would vacuum around and vacuum on top of, but you'd never lift it up. Anyway, they lifted up a mat. There's money underneath the mat. Piles of money. Old paper money Jesus. that has had mold on it too, that was like lined underneath where the mat was.
1: That's you know amazing. I mean? so,
0: wow. Or, and then, so they went back to him and were like, "Like my, my dad was like, Dad, there's money underneath the mat. And he, and he was a bit, he's getting dementia and stuff. So that's why no one knew how to believe or what to believe. And they're like, Dad, where's, is there more money? And he's like, Of course, there's more money. There's more money here. <laughs> And he he was like, there's money in the garage, there's money buried in the backyard, there was money everywhere. So then everyone's just like – because the house was sold. The house got sold. So they had like 17 days to search the fuck out of this house and find the money and they couldn't find any more money because like they don't know if he was – dementia was really strong and if that money was there and he took it. But then – there could have been a relative that fucking found some money that just put it in their fucking pocket.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Right? Because then people were like, because all of a sudden no one's helping clean the house and then like, oh, there's money there. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Everyone's on. helping. Yeah. Everyone's like just breaking floorboards. But I think, I can't remember how much it was, but I feel like it was something around about 40 grand. That's insane. Like that.
2: Wow.
0: Uh, Yeah, but it was money that he had just bundled up and like, you know... he The Pablo
1: Escobar of (laughs) Werribee.
0: Well, the, the thing is he never went shopping because he grew every vegetable himself. He was very, very tight with money. And also my dad was like, he goes, this fucking he goes, the years that our, our, we were struggling. You know, like you kids have braces, you know, you're schooling. Yeah. He's like, he had all this money, and like every time we were like, Dad, you sure you don't have any extra cash to help me and the wife through? <laughs> like, you know, when my mum had cancer, she couldn't work. Like, you didn't have any extra money to just throw us to help us with the kids? Yeah. No, nah, no extra money. What? And I feel like I feel like they did find some extra money. Like they found like a grand or two behind a brick. In the garage. Behind a
1: brick, like, 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 and this is, I, I, like, yeah. I was, like, I, I've thought about that, and the only reason I've mm. thought about that is purely because I've just, I've watched this beautiful someone else's grandma look after my kids like they were her own, but also, mm. she, the, her ability not to spend a cent was yes. just, you know, make your own Where's bread. Where's that money in her house? Where, where, where like everything she'd sell mm. eggs to us as well, and, mm. and like everything. Like, yep. you know, her husband would go fishing in the Maripanong River. Like, I don't know how healthy oh that God. fish is, but fuck me dead.
2: <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that's if that's the way we're going as well. Like, I'm sure there's some people out there who are still holding on to that every single penny. But what are they doing if they're not burying it? They must be in other ways. But yeah, that's a good question, Annie.
1: What 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 is mm. the one thing that you've kept buying? What's your one luxury at the moment?
0: Mm.
2: Oh, one luxury. Well, I'm still getting takeaway coffee every Same. now and then. So, oh, yeah, really? I feel guilty because they're not, they're not taking my Keep Cup anymore. And I wonder, like, are Keep Cup businesses, like, yeah. companies oh, just going down again. now? I like, know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my shares in Keep Cup. Hey. But, um. Uh, yeah, and, I mean, it's – I probably haven't supported local restaurants as much as I thought I would. So, yeah. Also, I guess, we like, can't I, afford
0: it. Like, I can't. I can't be buying stuff all the time because my my income is just fucked, you know. Yeah. I, I, like I have I have a yeah. temp job, but not that much the money's And like
2: through. my growing up, like my mom never got takeout because she was like, it's always faster just to cook yeah, something, and, and she was always right. But in the times yeah. that I have gotten uh, food delivered, there's something that's messed up, like, and <laughs> I'm like, oh no, my mom was, would be like, told you so. <laughs> like even it was Mother's Day, we were like, let's get burgers. Uh, ordered it, like scheduled it four hours beforehand. The restaurant was about to close and like the food never came. So I drove there, which is 500 metres away. So I'm like, <laughs> serves me right like, <laughs> to complain. And then, uh, yeah, by that time, my mum had made like a three-course meal just to really rub it in. <laughs>
1: That's funny.
0: And your, your mum is like, your mum's an immigrant too. So she would, like she's bringing her food knowledge from the old country with her. And he's yeah. fucking nailing it. You know? Like, she really, like no one cooks a fucking, you know, this dish like my mum. That's true. Like, m- yeah. my mum makes a broccoli pie that, Ooh. like, yeah, real old Italian. And it's a broccoli pie that, like, looks like a pastizzi because it's, like, covered in the broccoli is inside a folded bit of hard dough. And I don't know anyone or anywhere you could get this. And it's got like sausages in it. It's fucking nuts. It's a rural Italian thing.
1: And also, well, The best thing about parents cooking food and at your favorites mm. is mm. also I like I, I loved it. But then it has a bonus uh, edge to me now because like every once a fortnight, my mum will drop off lasagna to us, and you know? her <sighs> lasagna is the best. But it's a double whammy because, yeah, it's amazing to get this amazing meal, but also you don't have to cook or prep it for the kids or anything. So you can actually <laughs> play as a family right till dinner time when usually <laughs> you got to find and distract them, you got to cook here, try and not burn them at the same time. Like it becomes like this safety issue mixed in with cooking. Yeah. And that's why, I, I, yeah, your mum's your mum's meals are the best.
2: I don't yeah. know. What, how- about, what about you though? Yeah. The, how have you... What have you continued to
1: well, buy? Well, I so I would used to buy maybe one or two coffees a day, right? That's 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 really my drug of choice. <sighs> and for people who don't know, I don't drink anymore. I don't smoke. I don't take mm. drugs anymore. Like I just haven't for the last couple of uh, years. So therefore, and you look great. But also, but then. The, <laughs>
2: Really not not even not, the hair. Not very, even the
1: hair yeah. though. After yeah. last night. Oh, Tom is back. Mm. Um, <laughs> but uh, for me, then what I did is like well, I still want that delicious coffee fix. So then what I do is I mm. buy really nice coffee from a cafe and have my long bucks at home. So occasionally once or twice or three times a week. I'll go to my favourite coffee spot and get myself a latte there. But that's it. Mm. Otherwise, all my other things, like my, I know this sounds like you go, oh, my God, I can't believe that's your indulgence. Like I joined the most fanciest gym in the city mm. because I love the facilities, but I've had to let that go because, A, I don't want to sit in a petri dish with other people catching COVID. Mm. And also I can't justify the cost.
0: Well, what about squash? Can you, you can't play can't squash Can't
1: play squash anymore? yet either. Oh,
0: Fuck. See, my gym has been doing their workouts. They've been recording the workouts and doing it from home. So I've been doing workouts every day in my house. Wow. And I have a gym. I have We have a home gym set up. I've got weights there and mats and like everything. But I still put on weight because I'm not walking as much. Like I used to do 10,000 steps a day and now I'm only doing 3,000 because I'm never walking to gigs, walking to my car. I'm working from home a bit. I put nine like kilos
1: on in nine weeks.
0: Right, nine
1: kilos right. in nine okay. weeks, uh, and it was amazing. And it's the opposite, mm.
0: yeah. And I, yep. I just don't feel like I've eaten, like I feel like I've eaten junk and stuff. But we don't, we're not a chocolate house, we're not a chips house.
1: But you don't notice you it know, it creeps up. Like you'll have a little Mate, bit of extra creeping. bread there. You'll be like, oh, but yeah. what, who cares yeah. if I just add a little bit more here? And yeah, it,
0: definitely. It's dude, it's alcohol.
1: Oh yeah, because that as well. yeah.
0: I, I like everything. Like I go. If you go through all my calories per day, you're like, "Fuck Kelly, I eat so well." Like, I'm talking like cruskets, cream cheese, salmon, boom. Avocado and two hard-boiled eggs, boom. But and my dinners are all you foods or meal prep stuff, but it's the fucking alcohol. <laughs> it's killing me. Mm. But I haven't had a drink in 2 days, so guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I'm> just reminded <laughs> me. I, I totally <laughs> totally forgot Pat that yourself you on the back.
2: Down, dude. Give mm. Yeah, but it's that restart where, like, I I gave myself a caffeine addiction during lockdown because I was just bored. Mm. And, like, you know, there were periods... There's like video footage of me like presenting something where I'm like, oh, I won't taste this because uh, it's got coffee in it, and I don't drink coffee anymore. I'm like, you idiot! Like, just flash forward to now where I'm like, I can't stop. I'm jittery. I need coffee. Wow. Well, and yeah, just we're bored. There's nothing to do. Well, I, but, well,
0: I think. Look, we're going to be okay. Everything's good. You've got, um, you've got a great show, and Ben. You know, family. Your family sounds the best. Like, it sounds like there's a real equilibrium that's happened which and then when you go back to work you'll be ready and she'll be sick of you but and, but you know, like, but, blah, blah, blah. but
1: you've also that mm. for, for people who have had to switch roles because you've had to switch roles mm. in your relationship so therefore it changes mm. the dynamic of your family mm. and that can mm. go both ways because in this period I've had friends mm. who are expecting a third and I have friends who are now going through a massive divorce so
0: I've got, yeah, same. I've got a friend who are going through it. Is, it is, it is.
1: It really comes down to that wanky thing called communication. And if you've got that thing already set up at the start, you can make those intense, difficult decisions yeah. and transitions because you're talking. Yeah. But if you ain't talking, everything comes out nice mm-hmm. So, especially once financial um, stress kicks in. It's amazing.
0: Oh, uh, Financial stress will kill the relationship um, instantly. Uh, also, Ben, I feel like... Um, your communication is so open with your partner because maybe because you're doing the job that she used to kind of do when the kids were a lot younger. And now I think that you understand, not that you didn't before, but maybe more than ever, you understand what it was like for her when the first kid was born and she was at home and you were going to work.
1: Oh, like, but I mean, it's like, that plus many breakups, yeah. seven years of therapy, You know, like it it, it leads up to a lot of stuff. And also, Mm. like anything, you know, Mm. we sometimes knowing each other for so long actually makes it even harder. So, you know, from each time we've broken up, you get back together, you bring something new to the relationship or you try something new or you've been with other people. Like it's not 25 years straight. It's uh, a long time. Times apart, times together. And now with children, you can't hide anything. Because once you have children, every Mm. crack comes up. I mean, Tom Selleck said notice. it even better. He no <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I know that um, uh, that Claire Hooper said this to me before, where she said that when she was uh, like at home with the kids, and then they had a swap where the partner, he stayed home for a year, and he was like, "I understand everything now. Mm-hmm. Like he uh, that that made their relationship so strong because he understood every element of what it's like to be a stay-at-home parent. And he's like – and she was like, it's us against them. Like, we formed this bond where we're like, don't let the kids win. They're not going to break us. Yeah.
1: Your (laughs) decision-making process completely changes once you've been on the other side.
0: Fuck. Well, uh, I have so much to look forward to if I, God willing, ever become a parent. Yeah. it's a Which, because of this COVID stuff, I'm getting donor sperm. So and I'm gonna try and have an IVF baby. Well, I was what? hoping this year, but I don't. Yeah.
1: Holy moly! What? I didn't know that. That's huge.
0: Well, um, my eggs are frozen, so now I've just got to go through the process of um, choosing my donor sperm and then starting it again. That's so exciting! Wow! Well, just because I'm 38 and staring down a barrel barrel of 39, if it hasn't happened now, it's never gonna happen. So well, not with that attitude. I'm just gonna do it on my did, own.
2: Did COVID, <laughs> did COVID push everything back? It did. Yeah. It did. Oh, this um, is a real which is,
0: thing. Yeah. I, which didn't is, know. I yeah, so, can't believe that
1: this hasn't come across my radar.
0: Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just one of those things where I'm not really, you know, because it's, it's going to take forever. There's so much You stuff. say that. So, you say that. Look.
1: But these things can yeah, happen know, a lot but, quicker than you think. And then before you know no, it, you've you got it's twins. More
0: about, <laughs> it's more about the paperwork. It's more about the paperwork where the government doesn't trust a single woman to have a child. IVF I I won't even I won't get into it now Because we've got to We've got to wrap up But there's a whole bunch Of shit going on Back at house Where it's like If I had a partner I would have No issues at all But because I'm A single There's a lot of Restrictions Based on a woman And her decision To have a child Because I'm But also Remember before I was saying How guys that are 42 They all live in share houses. I can't have a baby with one of those dead shits. No. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to let them come in me and give me their fucking dirty HPV. (laughs) Gross. I I went on one date with a guy. It was one hour. One hour dog park date. Um, And then he called me the next day to tell me that he listened to this podcast and started berating me about the fact that I wanted to become a, a mother. What? And he was like, you know, you're out there dating. And I'm like, I didn't mention this to you. You found me online and listened. That's on you. Like, yeah. I, And also, we haven't even gone on a date yet. We, I don't even know if I like you or not. But he started giving me a hard time about, what do you want to be a mother for? And I'm like, I don't really know you. I don't think, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, well, just so... just. Then he goes, oh, why don't you just have sex with a whole bunch of men and just get knocked up that way? I'm like, because I don't want AIDS or like warts and... Like, and then he said, um, oh, what did he say? Then he goes, oh, just so you know, like, I'll fuck you, but I don't want a relationship. <laughs> why? Yeah.
2: Like, Interesting
1: yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm not, twist though, Annie. He is <laughs> <Yeah>. the donor.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, he's like, I'm just. How could just say no. He goes, I'm just not ready. I'm just not ready for this. I was like, who asked you? Who fucking asked you? I'm like, the reason why I'm doing this is to take pressure off men. I'm not gonna. I'm not dating to have a baby. I'm dating to get laid. I'm dating to get a yep. fucking kiss and cuddle. Very fuckhead. Distinct. I'm doing the baby <laughs> stuff separately to this. Don't worry. You won't be affected. But he's like, yeah, but I'm not ready for it. I'm not. I'm not ready for it. But I will fuck you. I don't want a relationship. Jesus. But I will I fuck you.
1: Understand this so man's thinking. that's
0: why thinking. I'm single, guys. <laughs> so thank you very much. Oh, we better wrap up. I'm really sorry. No, you've it not Gone over. Annie, where can people yeah. find you? What have you got going on? Uh, the show that I did is still available
2: online. Um, Just head to com, nice. and every second Tuesday I'm on ABC with Sammy J in the morning nice. and I've got a new show now as well in the morning at Joy, 6 to 7 a.m. weekdays. 6 to 7, oh, at night. No, in the morning. So it just started this week and uh, it's a good time to try because we're in COVID and I don't have gigs, so I can tuck myself in at 8.30, which is when um, my bedtime alarm goes off,
0: which
1: is go the fuck to bed. That is insane. That is
0: brutal. (laughs) Benny, um, are you you still doing Fitbit? Uh, Yes,
1: uh, Fitbit, my podcast, uh, Fitbit with uh, Dirk Jai Singer. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, no, Mm -hmm. it's going great. Um, So if you like. Has
0: he put on weight during COVID Yeah, nine kilos.
1: So that's been a big debacle on the podcast. But it's also been really interesting uh, because we also have a Patreon uh, which we uh, add a whole bunch mm-hmm. of bonus stuff on uh, that has been really yeah. good. So I've created my own uh, support network, and they're coming yep. to help. So if you do do exercise and you do walk and you want to laugh at the same time, our podcast mm-hmm. is pretty good because we get great guests yes. on. We've got Shane Jacobson coming up very soon, so we're pretty excited. Oh,
0: nice! Ah, oh, he'll he'll that'll be really interesting. Yeah, he's 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 one yeah. of the most
1: m- motivating people I've met in my life. Mm. So is uh, yeah. a great one. So, yeah, check it out if you uh, like podcasts. Uh, but, yeah, sort of uh, around the fitness health regime.
0: Bloody hell. Good for you. Good for you guys. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys.